I'd rather not have my skull bashed in with another person's skull. Hey, has this got corn in it? Welcome to Movie Mugging, the father and son podcast that's sending healing energy your way. Absolutely not. <laughs> that's so stupid. One of the stupidest comments I've ever read. It's like, like for Jesus, ignore for Satan, and go to hell. I mean, sending healing energy your way. What the fuck does that even mean? It says people who like the crystals. Yeah, you know, maybe, like the, maybe they're rocks. It's snake oh. oil. They're literally selling you rocks. Yeah, I've seen people wearing crystals around their necks. What What are the crystals supposedly supposed to do? Then each one is like different. I remember what? What do you what? There's like supposedly different properties or whatever. I don't. I didn't do my research. All I'm basing this off of is there's this girl I knew, and she like posted this thing like of all her or a bunch of crystals she had, like, just bought or whatever, and she's like, crystal rose amber for healing, and then, like, this for this, this for this. And I was like, interesting. So so you are you just came out as an idiot to everybody. Well, maybe this uh, person who said this should say, uh, sending healing crystals your way, and then actually box them that shit up and, you know, actually fucking do something. Because when you say... You're sending healing energy somebody's way. Or thoughts and prayers. Yeah. It's anything a, like that. It's a bunch of bullshit. It's meaningless. But healing energy, like in my brain, <laughs> I don't know why, but I but I think of what is it called? Vadering or something? Oh. It's like I'm gonna ball it all <laughs> up in my chest and then I'm just gonna <laughs> put my hands together like fucking Doctor Strange or something and just shoot that energy out across the atmosphere. And uh you're gonna feel it eventually when it gets to you. It's just gonna go right in you and fucking heal you right up people need to stop pretending that they care no i think they care they just need to stop pretending that they're actually going to do something or that whatever they're saying actually means something how about just saying i'm sorry you're going through a hard time i'm here for you if you need me well like what do they do after they finish typing and hit enter after saying thoughts and prayers like do they smile and <laughs> you know drink coffee like in a commercial well, where they use two hands and like, ah. For the prayer, I hope that maybe they like say a prayer, you know? You think they do? I would like to think that they that they pray, but but I'm going to go out on a limb and say 10% of the people who actually write that shit hit enter and, and sit down and pray. And the other 90% are going to commit a hate crime later that day. <laughs> but what does it look like when the person hits enter who's sending healing energy? What do they go and do? They close their eyes and the third one opens on their forehead. <laughs> yeah, and I guess so. they grow like nine arms, you know, like the was it Brahma? One of the Buddhist gods, like the blue one. Or maybe that's Hindu. I think that's Hindu actually. Prometheus, because he has the the one eye in the middle of his forehead, right? Or Polythemus? That's Polyphemus. Yeah, what's Prometheus? Um Prometheus was the name of the alien movie. Pro what? Prometheus is an alien movie? Yeah. You went and saw it in theaters. Wh what? Pretty sure. I went to the movies and saw Prometheus? Like with your, your bros at the time. Did I come home after watching it and saying, dude, you got to watch this? No, I don't think you liked it. Okay. I think you said it was boring or okay. something. Yeah, I don't, I don't recall anything about it. 
Uh, we also watched The Book of Eli with my bros. Oh, so, that movie's awesome. Yeah, that was much better. We, have, have we done that? I don't think we did it, but I think we watched it recently. Have we not Ish. done The Book of Eli on Movie Muggin? I feel like the only Denzel Washington movie we've done was Two Guns. <laughs> God. Out of all the Denzel movies we could pick. Yeah, we could have watched American Gangster. Guns. We could have watched fucking Remember the Titans. That's a football, right? Yeah, he's fan-fucking-tastic in that. He's pretty much fantastic in everything, but but Two Guns, you, you caught him at a bad time, Jack. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. All right, well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. This is episode number 197. Dang. But let's not dilly-dally here. That's a callback to older episodes when I used to say dilly-dally. You don't say that anymore? No, no. I just, I wish, you know, I've never found a good transition to uh, that was fine. lobby time at all. The dilly-dally spot? Yeah, you did it for what, like 160 episodes yeah, or something? Yeah, but, but then I say dilly-dally. Who the fuck says dilly-dally? You did for a long well, time. I know, I know. But like in now real- you got self-conscious out of nowhere? Well, but like in real life, who the fuck says dilly-dally? Grandparents, Born? right? Like child predators? <laughs> God. Trying to use the language to lure the children. Quit diddly dallying over there and get in my white van. I got some candy and puppies I'm, in I'm here. I'm going to diddle you. No. In a diddly dally. Gosh. No. No. <sighs> that is not a good transition either. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still trying to find a good transition. So moviemuggin at gmail.com. You know, I, I did watch a TikTok the other day where there's a guy who's uh, doing these experiments and he goes up to uh, people in the park and he says, hey, we're doing a social experiment. Have you told your kids about stranger danger? And the parents are like, yeah. He's like, would you mind if I test if they'll, you know, talk to me? No. Well, well yes, I would mind. I'm sure I, a lot of people say, yes, they do mind. But but several of them were like, yeah, go ahead. And he's like, what do, you, what do you think they'll do? They won't talk to you. They'll run away. They'll come find me. He goes over there with a puppy. Hey, do you like my puppy? And the kid's like, yeah. And he's like, well, I got a bunch more puppies over here. You want to go? The three of them held his hand and walked off. You got to talk to your kids better about shit like that. So, stuff like that, you got to let them know you're serious and that there's some horrible consequences. That's when you teach them what the word murder means and the true gravity of death. Yeah. At three years old, you teach them. <laughs> you hear that, Chris and Eric? You teach the concept of... <laughs> I don't know how well that would work. Yeah. You got to figure out how to compare it to stuff for them. Like, do you love your stuffed animal? Do you want someone to steal it? No. Do you want to ever see it again? Yeah. I Yeah, you're my stuffed animal. Now, don't get kidnapped and murdered and others, other things. Yeah, I, I saw another video where the guy's get together with parents and then the the person pretends to be like a, a 14 year old and is texting kids and, but the parents are in on it. And then the guy's like, Hey, I'm going to come over later. Just let me know when your parents are gone. And then the girl texts back, Hey, my parents are gone. Then the guy goes up to the door and the dad's there with him and they open the door. I he's feel like, like, I've seen he's like, that. Kendra, what the fuck are you doing? Just <laughs> really gets, I have seen Dude, there's another one that's even more fucked up is the girl comes out to meet the guy in a van. She gets in the front seat, shuts the door. He doesn't look 15. Hmm. Parents are in the back of the van oh, and no. fucking grab her from behind. She starts fucking screaming. It was like a TV show or something, Well, right? I mean, I saw it on TikTok. But, I mean, number one, your kid will never do that again. 
Mm-mm. But you're also fucking traumatizing her as her parents, which I get, but at the same time, it's pretty fucked up. That is a fucked up way to do it. <laughs> it's a fucked up way to do it. Yeah, and you can teach people consequences without putting them in the situations. You know, you can teach people about maybe how to be safer at night, not get mugged. Like, hey, hey, don't walk through the alley. But, <laughs> but you don't have to jump out in like a, a black hoodie with a knife and pretend you're going to murder them. I wonder how many muggings actually take place in alleys, because I feel like 100% do, but I'm, I'm sure they maybe have in not. other places. Only the smart muggers mug in alleys. Are we you know, smart muggers? Yeah, you know, like, are we? No, we're movie muggers. Like, what, cop cars can't fit in the alleys, so they're going to have to chase you on foot. It's dark. Nothing good happens in alleys. Bowling alleys. Good things happen well, that's, there. That's, well, that's different. That's where my parents and met. And your parents meeting, you call that a good thing? Yeah, that I do. That led to me being here. I know, it did, didn't it? And, and Always Sunny in Philadelphia, they found a baby in a dumpster in an alley. Yeah. You know, that's not good. You know, that I would never advocate for something like that. To travel in an alley? No, putting a baby in a dumpster. Done it before. <laughs> so what changed? <laughs> Nothing. Now that was a transition. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. It's lobby time with Vincent Jack. Alright everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. This time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. Alright, real quick, we missed a um, a birthday on uh, May 25th. Uh, happy birthday to Chong from Cheech and Chong. He turned 85 years old on uh, May 25th. So keep on keep on smoking him, Chong. That's a, that's a good commercial for marijuana, is it not? A lifetime it, stoner yeah, alive at 85? That is pretty good. Mm-hmm. A Willie Nelson. Yeah, hell yeah. He just turned 90. Jeez. All right, moving on. So I've been watching the hockey playoffs because there is no better sport than playoff hockey. There, there just isn't. I, I watch every single game that I possibly can. My team shit the bed. Mm. You know, it is what it is. But I didn't watch them anyway because I can't watch my team play hockey because it gives me such anxiety. Because playoff hockey, it's so fucking intense. And I, I just I just don't need that anxiety in my life. So I followed on ESPN and they've they've shit the bed. So you just need to have a a bong next to your recliner. <laughs> and every time it gets rough. They're eventually gonna legalize it in our state. And I really need to start uh my PowerPoint of reasons why I should be able to smoke weed to get ready to show to your mother. <laughs> yeah. I mean I need a presentation, a really convincing presentation. You know, I, I probably could, and she would end up forgiving me. You would not be forgiven. <laughs> no. But she'd be real mad if either of us did. Well, when I was in college, we both smoked weed. She dropped out. I made the dean's list. So You're that, just that, two different people. That's going to be part of my presentation is it's like good a, for you. exhibit A. Mm-hmm. I made the dean's list. I'm not a fucking straight A student. I never was. But my last year of college fucking dean's list right you can balance things yeah so there's a plus another plus is when i get stressed out you know i don't have to take fucking clonopin you know i just uh smoke a bowl outside you don't have to smell it you know i have to do it naked for her not to smell it yeah but then she might talk about brush you know, her teeth but then she might bring up that it's bad for my lungs and edibles take too long so edibles do take too long i, know. I need uh you have a lot of patience or else you'll eat too many yeah hey uh 
moviemuggin at gmail.com. Uh, if you can help me come up with some good arguments to put in my uh, PowerPoint presentation to uh, to give one day so I could uh, smoke a bowl every now and then, and I would uh, I would appreciate it. Just she's not going to be happy. Yeah. Well, it's going to be better than what you did when you were in the uh, partial hospitalization mm-hmm. program. He comes home with a letter basically telling us how much we suck because we won't let him smoke weed. He's fucking 16 or 17 years old. Yeah. I was 16. You did not make a good case. I thought you were talking about um, uh, when I did coracetin, <laughs> the, the cough medicine. No. Yeah, and, and taking, there's a lot of things that are better to take than that because that was not, yeah, that was dangerous. You, you send your kid to a, you know, to a outpatient program for mental health and toward the end, he goes on a field trip, which number one, Dude, don't take those kids on field trips. Bad idea. Just, just fucking don't. And supervise us a lot better if you do. No shit. So they kind of left us alone, and we were just uh, yeah. there was a girl who was addicted to the things mm-hmm. and brought a ton for everyone yeah. to have. And kids are like, "Fuck yeah, I'll take it." Yeah. And, uh, and they're suicidal anyway. Yeah. No what, is it, what does it matter? Yeah. Yeah, we we got that. I got I get a phone call that that uh, Jack threw up today. They went on a field trip. I could fall over myself. And I was like, inside a van. I was like, he drank or he did drugs or something. And uh, your nope, mom was motion like, motion sickness. No, he didn't. I'm like, that's bullshit. They're getting out ahead of this. He he fucking did something he shouldn't have done. I, I thought it was drinking. I had no idea that you fucking taking cough medicine. That's, that's uh, what is it called when it's not, you know, the counter when they call medicine over the counter? Or yeah. Was it under the counter? <laughs> no. Over the counter means that you have to talk to a pharmacist for it. No, no, over the over the counter. I think you can just uh, it's like Tylenol and uh, yeah. Pepsid AC. So then, what is the, the other stuff? Well, it's not called under the counter. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't. It's just prescriptions, or it might be like Sudafed, where you can make meth with Sudafed. So now mm. they have the Sudafed. It used to be over the counter, but now they like hide it behind. It's like spray paint. Yeah, you know, like you have to talk to somebody. They have to unlock it. And like they can, they can give you one or something, but you got to show your ID like it's a controlled substance or something. Yeah, I was I was just at Walmart the other day with my friends, and one of them got a duster, the compressed air, oh, and and he had to he he got ID'd for it. Yeah, and he's like, why? And I was like, what do you mean? You can huff the shit out of that. Yeah, and just kill you. But yeah, I worked at Walmart a year later, literally almost an exact year after I, I left that partial whatever hospitalization thing and i did online grocery and so i would pack people's groceries and then put it in their car when they arrived and there was one where i went and grabbed those pills like the same pills i had taken (laughs) off the shelf put it in the basket and just went on with my day and i was like damn (laughs) did you take it out there and give them a knowing look like, no, no. I <laughs> pat him on the on the arm and say, "Stay off the merry-go-round, dude." <laughs> yeah. When I when I looked at the phone and saw what I was going to grab, I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. This is bad. Gosh. I still have a video from uh, when I got home after I had showered. I was laying in bed and I was shaking like like Parkinson's, mm-hmm. and uh, my heart was super fast. And I thought I was gonna die. Yeah. Because then I looked stuff up, and apparently it was like dang, more dangerous than I had thought. Because there's other chemicals in that pill that aren't the chemical that you want to take for the effects. And I was like, oh, shit. They were saying it was a certain amount in each pill, and I had taken eight. God. And it was like, oh, this is this could be bad. I didn't know you took eight. I didn't remember that. Yeah, you, uh, there was a girl who wasn't the one who passed them out. 
and she had taken 16 and two tabs of acid at the same time before. She said that was the worst 24 hours of her life. So I don't think she took any. I'm glad you thought you were going to die. I think that's yeah, a, it was scary. A, a nice way to end doing something stupid. I'd trip dick, though. I've never heard that. <laughs> I've tripped on my dick before, um, but I've never tripped dick. Probably fucking hurt. Yeah, it did. I step on it all the time. It gets in the way. And when you're sleeping in your dreams? I have to tie it to my leg like I'm doing a three-legged race. That would be awful. Having a dick that long? Yeah. Well, yeah, it would. You can't get it up all the way. No one's going to fuck you. And if you do fuck, you're going to get the first however much in there and nothing else. Mm -hmm. You'll never be satisfied. You'll have to get a major dick reduction. And who knows how that fuck uh, affects nerve endings and stuff. And you can only date professional sword swallowers. <laughs> you want to have a good time. I don't. Now that I think of it, I've never seen a, a female sword swallower. It's always like white guys with like graying beards. Usually, yeah. They're like 6'3". Yeah. You know, they got like combat boots on or whatever and like a, a bandana and their hair is kind of long. Long and gray and black. I grew up watching enough porns. I've seen some people who could be sword swallowers if they uh, if they wanted to be. You still said sword. Yeah, swords. It's got a W in it. It's dumb that they're spelled that way. It is. Well, since when do you pronounce things correctly? There's an L in wolf. Yeah, I know. I'm aware, and I always <laughs> pronounce it. <laughs> Except on Wednesdays. Nah, that's or February. Anyway, hockey playoffs. Uh, they've been on TBS, and TBS keeps uh, throwing out a commercial for um, Naked and Afraid, The Last One Standing. <laughs> and so <laughs> I've never watched Naked and Afraid. I really don't have any interest in it. But it just got me to thinking, it's somebody's job to blur out all the privates. Like mm -hmm. to watch the whole thing and yeah. blur out the penises and and all the stuff and, and all the shows. And I'm just thinking, is that a job that somebody wants, you know? Yeah. You think so? Yeah, I mean, I said that kind of enthusiastically. You did. Not, not me. Okay. And actually, that would be a pretty easy job. I mean, except if there was an, an, a, some sort of slip, you'd get in a lot of trouble. A nip slip? But I'm sure it gets watched so many times before that happens because mm -hmm. it's going on TV. I wonder if there'll ever be an uncensored one where you just see some guy that's like running away from like a beehive or something and his dick's just bouncing all over the place. <laughs> Would you ever be on a Running show like that? From a, no, I have no survival skills. I, I'm an indoors kind of person. And then uh, I don't want to be naked. And they're also not just by themselves, I don't think, at least. No. I always thought it was like a dude and a chick. It is. They just, they, and, you, and you don't know each other beforehand. And you I get think. caught fucking at the base of the tree. I, I wonder if it's ever happened. I wonder if people have ever been like, hey. And people have fucked on Survivor, right? Um, uh, yeah, they have. Like, like wasn't there earlier. Was a, this left a lasting impression on me, obviously. There was that, uh, this is a long time ago. There was, like, a girl whose name started with a P, and she had been on there before. Her name was, like, Paris or something. And she was, she was, like, very flirty. And I remember I was watching it in the living room with y'all. I think it was on, like, a season when a bunch of people had come back. I know what her name is. Like, there was... Yeah, it's, it's I think it's Parvati. Or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, she was hot. I'm pretty sure like she fucked somebody. Or... No, I don't think she ever fucked anybody, but she, but she used her looks for the, sure. And Yeah, that's a natural advantage yeah. in a f game where you have to fucking lie. Yeah, so Naked and Afraid, while it might be less about socializing and more about like building yourself some shoes. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm they're naked. Or don't they have like grass skirts on or something? Or do they start out like full nude? I think they start out full nude. And I think they can are they able to make something? Or is it they're naked and afraid? Uh, well, so it's like no 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 no, you're not covering up your privacy. This is naked and afraid, not half it. naked and afraid. And I, I swear in like the previews they had like hula skirts on or something. I don't think they have hula skirts. If you're not like you have to cover up at some point or else you're gonna get like a a spider in your dick or like a, some horrible infection in your vagina, you know? Maybe a June bug crawling on your penis. Good lord. There's no June bugs out where they film that shit, right? Like there's no June bugs in the jungle. So watching that reminded me of something that I saw. I don't know how I came across it. I think sometimes the gods just look down upon me and say, hey, let's put something on like his uh, his news feed that would be good for a, a lobby time. And so I kind of held on to this. But now is a, uh, is a good time to, uh, to talk about it. And that is Bear Necessities Cruise Line. It's an all-nude cruise. Mm, I mean, everyone has seen some sort of movie or heard some sort of thing about a nude beach. And it's like, like oh, all the hot Spanish girls are going to be there. Man, there is no way, especially in today's day and age, that any of these nude places attract the kind of people you want to see nude, right? <laughs> well, right? but that's not what it's about. It's, it's going to be like Martha Stewart and people that look like that and hey, people like dudes you would think would be married to Martha Stewart. She's on the cover of the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Martha Stewart. How, how many years ago? This year. What? Yes, she was on the cover. Is she not like gross and flabby and old? I mean, she's old. I don't know if she's oh, gross and like flabby. Her. No, I haven't seen it. I don't find her, like, she's not my okay, type. Well, okay, but let's she's go not, with Paula Deen then. I don't know and, what Paula Deen looks like. She said, like, the hard R on well, TV. I know what she said. That, that lets you see what she looks like. Okay. Is she, a, a like, a cook? Was that she Yeah, had? I'm like pretty sure. She had sure. a cooking show? Yeah. Okay. And I don't know why I thought of two cooking ladies. But, <laughs> you know, I feel like they're good examples. You're not going to see, like, the... Like a supermodel at the nude beach or on on the nude cruise, you're you're gonna see like your grandma's best friend. And I mean, I'm pessimistic. I'm a major pessimist. Everyone not listening knows that. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'd like to think I'm not. Well, so this cruise, it's not about going there and checking people out. Okay, we we can have a conversation about that here in just a okay. second. This type of cruise and this cruise line, the way they market it is freedom. You feel free. And let me, let me just read some of the things that, that it says about this. It says, um, let's see, for over three decades, we've been working to break down the barriers against social nudity and make clothing optional vacationing a viable and acceptable option for all. We support the belief that sexuality is not a state of undress, but rather a state of mind. Social nudity is not a sexual activity, and we strive to dispel the misconception that it's anything but natural and beautiful. I would have a really hard time separating sexual type stuff while on board a cruise ship with a bunch of nude people. Even if you could separate it, your your dick does not care. You know, like say you're playing shuffleboard and uh, <laughs> someone walks by and they just have a juicy ass and you're like, <clears throat> like you're like the blood is like trying to go into your dick and it's like, 
like going forward and you're sucking it back out. And like, yeah. No. You point it down and squeeze it between your thighs. Mm. Just kind of wander off. Like, yeah, but, but let's be real. If a girl with a juicy ass walked by, even in my 20s, I'm not going to get rock hard by just looking at a juicy ass. And No, but still, it's fucked up. You don't want to have any... You want to try and remain as soft as often as possible to not be seen as a creep. I mean, I'd like a little blood to flow in there just to oh, get you, a little but bit of you know of what a... I mean. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you start looking like you have an erection, it's not good. Yeah. Kind of, kind of moves a little bit, and you're like, "No, that's the ocean breeze." Yep, that, I didn't do nothing. <laughs> There's no pulse going on in there. <laughs> and like, but like, the as, pulse is after. As much as it sounds like, um, like, oh wow, that could be awesome, until you realize you're just gonna be watching TV in your room naked <laughs> yeah. by yourself. It says we strongly believe there are no strangers on a bare necessities vacation, only friends you have to meet. And I people like that go to hell. I hate you. All right. Well, here's a group picture. Which oh no, is it does it confirm my suspicions? Well, they're they're is in Paula Dean there. They're they're in the water. So they're four deep. And they've all had like <laughs> 38 beers a day for the last like 25 years. So all the dudes are hairy and Ron Jeremy goes on those. <laughs> I'm just going to text it to you so you can look at it. Okay. And I also signed you up for the newsletter, so you'll probably be getting some... Actually? <laughs> yes. You'll be getting some pictures at some point. <laughs> Man. Okay, I'm looking around. That girl has Joe Biden right behind her. That's... <laughs> she does. Oh, my god, Dude, that's creepy. Okay, so there's... Look how close those two dudes are on the left, though. That dude is right behind the other guy. No. I, I can't escape from the fact that that guy is definitely rubbing his hard dick in her butt crack in the middle. Who, Joe Biden? Yes. <laughs> He's really close. He's smiling really big. He is. Does her smile look like maybe she's just slightly awkward, or is she like a little bit uncomfortable? Um, She looks a little... Either way. She looks off for some reason. There's there's young people there. There's no young. There's one young guy. One. Well, let me read just a few things that are in here um, that I found interesting. It says that uh, Bare Necessities is a safe place for you to be yourself and be free from judgment. <coughs> Bullshit. There's no place on earth that is free of judgment. Especially somewhere where everybody's nude. You, you walk into like a, a Catholic church where it's just nuns. They're still judging you. Even though Look they're like the like supposed there. to be like the least sinful people ever, yeah. I mean, that Mother Teresa definitely still judged people. I don't even know what the fuck she did. I just heard her name. She died <laughs> <laughs> a trillion times. All right, it's it says one of the best things about cruising with bare necessities are the connections you make. There's something about being physically bare around people that allows you to more easily bare your soul. Jack, you can bare your soul. Okay. A lack of soul. So what are some things that you need to know about bear cruising? Number one, you won't feel fat. What? Well, yeah, because there's <laughs> fat old people everywhere. Yeah, you, to make you feel less fat. You'd think showing it all or even just some of it would expose what your inner critics call your problem areas and that a nude cruise might make you feel unattractive. Give yourself about two hours aboard and you'll find the opposite. Clothes are evil. You wouldn't have a muffin top if it weren't for jeans. Hold on. Hold on. Now this is getting all twisted. It was like, yeah, like, you know, 
clothes optional. Feel empowered while you're naked. This is another way. And now it's okay. I was gonna say, <laughs> like they went from you know, clothes, you know, this whatever, is- just be naked instead. And this one is join us. <laughs> Those are evil. You know, those jeans you put on add 30 pounds to your midriff, <laughs> right, old lady? No, no, it doesn't. You're you're fat either way. Just one of them positions your fat somewhere else. No, th- that's so misleading. No, this one is about uh, things you should know about naked cruises. That everyone's going to be looking at your dick or your pussy or your boobs or your butt. One hundred percent. That's one hundred percent in public. If a centimeter of butt crack shows, people are looking at it. Yeah, you can't not. Now, if your entire like cock and balls are out, everyone is going to yeah. Whether they want to or not. Exactly. There's going to be a guy who's going to be, it it looks like he's been tarred and feather how much hair he has. And his balls are, he's going to have a ball fro and everything, the works. And you're going to see it and you're going to want to never see it again. But your brain and eyes are going to betray you and you're going to look I don't many more times. I don't want to look at dicks, but I'm gonna look at yours. Yeah, and, and I can't help it. And then I'm gonna laugh <laughs> no. at how much better mine looks. Oh man, yeah, you can't not look at sexual organs. You just you can't. Nope. I'm not gonna stare at it, and I'm gonna try not to look at it again like it's a fucking <laughs> solar eclipse. I mean, you're gonna keep but, getting looks. Yeah, it's gonna catch my eye. You know, and then you're going to just know people are looking at yours, and I feel like it's... I know. Depending on the kind of person you are, it might make make you a little happy, and some it might make you yeah. want to go back to your room and well, just order room service from the naked waiter. Well, I'm, I'm not going to participate in any uh, water sports there. I, I know that for sure. Mm-mm. It says, uh, down there, less is more when it comes to grooming. I figured more hair would act as a curtain, giving me a bit more privacy, <laughs> But my waxer figured otherwise, and thank goodness, I would have stood out big time. But even that would be okay. Nobody is more accepting than a nudist. So everyone shaves before? I feel like that's a good idea. It makes your junk look bigger. <laughs> I never thought of that. It does. Huh. Okay. I need to charge up my uh, my clippers. And I, I've seen before and after. Of and yourself? Of myself, yeah. What? Why did I ask? Well, I was going to say it anyway. It, it reveals more, therefore it looks larger. All right. Well, I mean, I do. I want to ask a follow-up question. Yes, what is for the it? sake of the podcast. Why did I do it? Well, okay. Why did you do it? Did you just use scissors, or did you actually use clippers? <sighs> Let's start with the why. Why? Yes. Because it's gross, and I was getting my dick sucked. So, like, I didn't... Wait, it, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't do it the oh, same time. Oh, no, well, I know, but... Was it like the night before? Like you knew you were going to get your dick sucked the next day? Yeah, it was a plan. It was a plan. So I had done it sometime before. Okay, so you were probably whistling a happy tune as you were shaving it off. And so there was, yeah, scissors involved. Scissors. And and then... It's best when you get out of the shower and it's wet to use the scissors to to trim your pubes. Because then it doesn't go everywhere. Um, Yeah, and you you can, can clump them. Yeah, you can grab a clump. No, I just did it dry. Like my... Did you talk to it like a barber talks to their people when they're no. cutting hair? I had to do complete focus. <laughs> well, and when you put okay. scissors near dinghy or anything razor, like I've heard of people like shaving their balls. I don't think I could ever muster the courage to do that because... You, you can't. I've used like scissors to trim it down because, you know, ball hairs are like a, like a wizard beard. <laughs> you know, like they're long and wild and... 
I've never used a razor with like shaving cream on my face. I'm just scared. Yeah, we talked about this recently. Like razors are very scary. They will literally rip you and they just rip your skin with ease. Yeah, you've only used a razor to break apart and cut yourself, right? Yes. <laughs> You're a terrible father. <laughs> well, you didn't have to answer. No, I'm kidding. I mean, yeah, it doesn't hurt me. That, But that some people are going to hear that and be like, wow. Yeah. No, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Long story short, my sister had disposable razors. I knew where they were. I broke them open. Mm-hmm. I, I put a next care band-aid on it. So I had a handle and there you go. And then you, you look like you're in a Grey's Anatomy surgery scene yeah. or whatever. Won't shave his face, but we'll uh, <laughs> slice his This was his a legs. long time ago. But yeah, and I, I pinched, I got too close and I pinched my sack in the scissors. And I was like, oh, <sighs> And I, the way I imagine it, if you put shaving cream and you're using the razor on it, I feel like you're going to just like split it and your nuts are going to fall out. There should never be a razor close to your nuts. No. Your, your nuts are not smooth. There's too no, many, there's too like many folds brain. and wrinkles and there's it's way too, too much. Why was I holding my hand like I was holding <laughs> my balls? You know, if, if your balls could get hard and like fill out the sack, yeah. like there's extra skin on your dick, but when you're hard, it's like... Tight, mm-hmm. tighter, and on your balls, there's no way to do that besides like pulling it like you're stretching taffy. And why do you? Why would you even need to manscape your balls? Nobody's putting those in their mouths. What? <laughs> I mean, not, I, I've made that face like it happened to me before, but I have I've seen it. Where in the high school parking lot were you? Getting no, your no. When I was in high school, I was sixteen. <laughs> I was sixteen. <laughs> Yeah, every time, every I have to d- <laughs> declare that every time uh, that's that I, I said it that was time. young, young enough to not be committing <laughs> some sort of horrible yeah. atrocity. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, like it, I feel like that's like etiquette. If my dick is going to be going near someone's mouth, then I, I feel like I shouldn't have a lion's mane yeah. around it. Like lion's mane. Who, who likes having that's majestic ha- man? Who wants hair in their mouth? Besides, like, 70s sex havers or 80s or whatever, whenever the... And the bush has been popular a long time. But it's just, like, I, I think of what I how I would feel if I was having to go down on someone and they had just so much hair, it's getting in the way. It's, like, a big... One big sensory problem. Yeah. And, you know, like, if you're not going to get it... Like, if, if you're not going to get it all off... That you don't have to. Like, I didn't shave it down to smooth. That's fucking impossible without some sort of razor. Just about to my limit of hearing about your, uh, your, it's your, your, pubes. Moment. I know. What does it matter? Uh, yeah, you just shorten it. Be courteous. No one wants a, a fucking hair in their mouth and then they reach in their throat and they pull it out and they're like, Ugh. you know, I feel like that's just fucked up. Is I feel like that just should be etiquette, should be normal to, shave that kind of stuff to, to some degree. All right. And lastly, it says nudists have the key to happiness. No. Uh, it says that, uh, oh, two PhDs, Jack, uh, revealed that most people aren't focusing on the present moment 47% of the time, and happiness can only be experienced in the moment. Perhaps the greatest gift of the nude lifestyle is that with each breeze, with each dip in the hot tub, or with each mere glance downward, we can't help but remember to live in the moment. And yeah, I'm sure it helps you live a little more in the moment because you're naked. You know, that's just kind of how that works. So you're a little bit fearful of things when you're naked. 
But that's bullshit. Somebody just wants more nudist people to hang out with. God, I just, I couldn't do it. I mean, you know what? Maybe, I don't know, maybe if that's something that I was forced to do, you know, maybe after a while, you would just be like, it, it is what it is. I think after you know, a while, I'm naked, you you're get naked, used whatever. To it. I've seen your penis. You've seen my penis. I don't really fucking care. You know, you've seen me multiple days. You know that I'm having an off day today, right? I, maybe, maybe you would get used to it. I think you would. How many days? It's different for everybody. <laughs> I know. So, I mean, <laughs> locker culture, locker room culture is different. I was very comfortable in the locker room. So, in seventh and eighth grade, I showered in my underwear, which I was considered a pussy, just like every other guy that showered in their underwear. Yeah, I remember but them. It's it's against all instinct to be naked in front of everyone, especially, I, I don't know if it's still the big joke in middle school now, but back when I was in middle school, every single joke was a dick joke. Oh, my dick is so big, and oh, his dick was so tiny. Shit like that. Like, oh, I bet you have a small dick when you're acting like that. You got a small dick, don't you? And it, it puts this idea in your head. You're just growing up, and you're afraid. Yeah. And you don't know how that shit works. And so you're like, do I have a small dick? I don't really know. Mm -hmm. Maybe I do. And so, you know, all right, shower in underwear. You know, you are you just worked out in it. You shower in it, and then you go put on other ones. Mm -hmm. And it, it's fine. It's just, I know they said in there that it's, it's not sexualized in any way. It's such a sense of but, community. But I'm sorry, you get naked people together. There are people in that group who are hoping to fuck. Yeah. They may not be hoping to fuck when they originally get on the cruise. They might be hoping to fuck. They're going to get horny seeing, at some point. If they're seeing other people that are, that are hot and they're attractive to, they're, it's, dude, it's, it's sexual. I think the only time it can be not sexual is if literally no one on the cruise finds anyone else attractive at all. Is that possible, though? No, it's not. No, somebody's always going to find somebody attractive because there's somebody for everyone. Yeah. And when there's nudity it's involved... 2,800 people on a boat. Oh, my gosh. Impossible. Right? I don't know how you make that not because it, it is going to be hard, literally, to... How do, how do you not... Like, at least, like, for, for women, they got a little bit easier. Lottie. Oh, my God. <laughs> because they don't have, like, a, a lit-up traffic cone <laughs> saying, hey, I'm horny. Or... Dudes, yeah, it's not... They're not as lucky about that. Or they don't have to worry about, oh, my, my puss is looking a little smaller today. I don't really want to... I yeah. don't really want to go out and participate in anything, <laughs> right? Yeah. They don't have to give it a couple pumps before they walk out of their, <laughs> right? their room. I know. I know. Oh, man. It would be really difficult to... Uh, and getting out of the pool. Uh, dude, I'm not Shit. getting in the pool. Not, not going to happen. Not going to happen. All right, Jack, you got anything else? Hey, Steven Seagal, your cock is so big. <laughs> Were you on a cruise with him when you said that? Um, no, I, I actually didn't even say that. <laughs> Stupid motherfucker. I captured that. Uh, I put a tape recorder in your back pocket. Uh, well, no, <laughs> it wouldn't work with your back pocket if you're on a nude cruise. Yeah. Hey, that's another thing. Where do you carry your money for stuff? Yeah, I'd leave it in your room. Well, you know, I, I need some refreshments. Are you, I got to walk all the way back to my room. Your wallet and clench. Yeah. You know, <laughs> in your cheeks. 
a ship of 2,800 people, it's fucking big. If I go to the other end to, to participate in some uh, volleyball or something, and then I get thirsty and I need to get myself a fucking Mai Tai, I got to walk all the way back to my room. I need a way to carry money. Is that, am I going to use a prison wallet? I mean, what's that? You know? Yeah, that's what it was in <laughs> Deadpool. I think they called it that. Yeah. So what were you saying? Hey, Steven Seagal, your cock is so big. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's head on back to the Ryan Reynolds podcast studio slash viewing room, and I will unveil today's movie. All right, Jack, the last Let's see. One, two, three, four, five movies we've done. Sisu, Inglorious Bastards, A History of Violence, Cocaine Bear, Sniper the White Raven. Fair amount of violence, right? Yeah. So I think I'm going to lighten it up this week. Although there was a uh, a late potential movie who uh, raised its hand and I called on it. Okay. And, um, so I just, I kind of, I'm not really giving you a choice, but I, I just kind of want to hear your take on it. So we have a movie that's going to be light. It's by a director that we love, or we, we've loved one of his movies anyway. Okay. Gave it a hundred, both of us. And then there's another one that I've heard can go pretty hard as far as violence goes in some spots. And I, I don't know how much. What the fuck? But it's 45 minutes longer. Well, I mean, I, that's a hard choice because I feel like it's like a Taika Waititi movie or something, um, which would be cool. And you know what I'm going to go with. I'm well, When so you say that, I thought of Dread <laughs> immediately. I know we're not going to watch that because I already did it. <laughs> well, no. But I'm like, man, if it's violent like well, that, okay, it's going to be awesome. Right. So that's another thing that scares me a little bit. What I've never seen it. What if it doesn't live up? Have you seen either of these movies? No, I have not seen either of these movies. But what if the one with violence doesn't live up? Because now I'm kind of dangling it and I'm kind of teasing you with it could have violence. And it may not be nearly as violent as the last at least two that we've done. And we watched John Wick 3 last night. <laughs> we did watch John Wick 3 last yeah. night. Um, live up to what? All you said was that it's violent and it potentially has some pretty rough violence spots. Yeah, I, I've heard... It's, it's not like you're like, man, I saw this movie no. 30 times in theater. I love this movie. You know, it's not like that. No, but when I've heard people talk about it, I've heard people say stuff like, oh, man. Yeah, let's watch it. Like there's like there's something pretty rough in it. We'll be the judge. But but that scares me a little bit, too, because I, I don't want you to well, be you're like... you're going to pick it at some point anyway. Well, I don't know, man. We might as well finish off this violent streak. It wasn't even on my list. Neither of these movies were on my list. You know, it's always a gamble. It is a gamble. Even if it's a movie you've seen, it's a gamble sometimes. Okay. So you want to roll with it? Yeah. I mean, what are you leaning towards? Um, I mean, I like the fact that the other one, I, I, I'm sure it's going to be great. Um, like I said, we, we've seen one of his movies before, and we fucking loved it. And this one has some similarities to it. And why would you give me a choice on, <laughs> on your... I don't know. We're both leaning opposite ways. Yeah. You get you get to pick. All right. I think I'm going to go with the lighthearted one. What, what I think is going to be lighthearted. Okay. So this movie <laughs> came out in the year 2009. It is rated PG. It is one hour and 27 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 93% IMDb, 7.9 out of 10, and 86% of Google users like this movie. Let's see what the Mormon mothers have to say. A husband and wife kiss briefly. 
There is a reference to a female being the town tart in her youth. Town? Is that... I've never heard that. No, I haven't either. How old is this movie again? Uh, 2009. It's set in like the 30s. And uh, animals drink alcoholic cider. Country Bears 2. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this movie is directed by Wes Anderson. Does that ring a bell? Yeah, I know the name. Oh, Isle of Dogs. Mm-hmm. Is this the Fox movie? This is Fantastic Mr. Fox. I, I've... I heard good things. I don't okay. know anything about it. I don't really know anything about it either. I mean, I know a little bit about it, but um, not much other than it's kind of the the same type of like stop motion mm-hmm. that um, Isle of Dogs was. Are you happy with this choice? Yeah. Okay. Well, good. I'll, uh, I promise I will play the other one. At some point. At some point. <laughs> don't know when. In several years. And I will let you know that, hey, this is the one that I almost picked for episode number 197. All right, you ready to do this? Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 21 minutes of uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yep. Odd. Uncomfortable. Yeah. Not as neither of us really like it. Yeah. Uncomfortable is a great word. And George Clooney talks too much. Yeah, and the... Yeah. Like, I get that it's supposed to be like a funny, just show that Fantastic Mr. Fox is like quirky or yeah. cool or whatever. None of there was no charm. No. I expected this movie to be filled with charm and just like, I love every character. Yeah. I have not had a good time watching that. No, I haven't either. It, and- it bothers me. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm bothered that, you know, I'm not, I didn't like it. We obviously didn't like it enough to the point where we're here and not going to finish it. Yeah, I was struggling pretty much from the very beginning. Me too. And then um then I had to ask the question, are you enjoying this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was I was really 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 worried that I was over here sitting in my chair like uh and no. you were over there like, "Man, this is cool." No. No. Both on the know. exact same page. And I don't know why. I fully expected to love this movie. I did, too. I did, too. It's, it's disappointing. It is disappointing. Well, all right. Well, I guess things work out the way they're supposed to work out, unless we can't find this anywhere. Yep. All right. This movie came out in 2015. It is not rated. Oh. It is two hours and 13 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 91%. IMDb, 7.1 out of 10, and 84% of Google users like this movie. All right. Let's see what the Mormon mothers have to say. There are typical utterances of mild language such as hell and shit uttered by the main characters out of pain, suffering, and anger slash frustration. Pain and suffering, wow. There is occasional smoking and drinking. There's a sex scene lasting about a minute. Um, I'm very familiar with that. (laughs) Uh, The side of a breast is shown, but there's no male nudity. Braveheart. Side boob and dim light. Um, and one man is stripped completely naked and his butt is shown for an extended amount of time as well as his thick, bushy pubic hair and glimpses of his penis. Why he, do they use yeah. that language? <laughs> he is shown from all angles, including spread eagle upside down. Last time I saw someone spread eagle upside down, she was getting sawed in I half. I know, I know, I know. And not, <laughs> that was a movie. For everyone who hasn't <laughs> listened to that. Yeah. That was uh, Terrorizer. Yes. Ter- terrifier? 
Um, yeah, Terrifier. Yeah. Yeah. And Terrorizer works, too. It does. Evil Clown. All right, this movie is called Bone Tomahawk. <laughs> I've never heard of it. Never heard of it, huh? No, it, I'm really excited for one part, now that I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the bushy pubes? <laughs> yeah, and he's spread eagle and shown everywhere and glimpses of his penis. Awesome. Yeah, okay. Bone Tomahawk. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like something I would have picked. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> it really, really does. Yeah, yeah. it does. And you, that's a title where you would have been, seriously, man? No. Nah. Really? Like, well, yeah, probably would You would have laughed at it. <laughs> you might have picked the dumbest sounding movie now. Braven, excuse me. Uh, okay, well, okay. There will never be a movie with a title dumber than Braven. Unless it's there's a the parameter person, month. It's and, a and person's I have to, last name. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. If there's a parameter month where I have to find a dumber name than Braven... I don't know if it can be done. Well, Bone Tomahawk is getting there. It is not even in the getting, same zip code. Yeah, that's why I said it's getting there. It's not getting you there. You don't have to be in the same zip code to be getting there. It's not getting there. Braven, stop. Well, uh, well, then what would you say the second dumbest is? I, Bone Tomahawk is close. It's it not. is getting there. Do I need to just grab the... No. You're going to take forever. Yeah, I will. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's do this again. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we're back after watching 2015's Bone Tomahawk. Yep. Starring Kurt Russell as the sheriff. Mm-hmm. Matthew Fox as a brooder. Which he was from The Lost. Mm-hmm. The Lost. Or Lost. Yeah. The show. Um... The uh, the guy from uh, The Conjuring as uh, O'Dwyer. Yeah, the the holy guy, the exorcist guy with his wife. And playing Chicory, the father from Step Brothers. Yep. What? <laughs> yep. You didn't notice that until you looked at the cast, did you? No. It I, didn't look like him. It didn't sound like him. It did once I figured out it was him. <laughs> it wow. was him. Okay. <laughs> no. And then also the father from... La- Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Oh, yeah. David Arquette was in there, too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let me give the 50 Cent Tour. This movie is about some uh, troglodytes, cave-dwelling Indians who um, kidnap some people from, what was the name of the town? Bright Hope. Yeah, Bright Hope. Take them back to the cave. Just awful. And then so those four people that I just mentioned decide that they're going to go out and rescue them. And... um Except David Arquette, he got kidnapped. Well, yeah, he was a, he was evil. And, yeah, he was he was a bad guy, and he got uh, he got eaten first, I think, mm-hmm. off camera. Mm-hmm. And so they uh, go to rescue the guy's wife and uh, one of the deputies, and uh, probably not the other guy. But uh, yeah, it kind of works, and it kind of doesn't. And uh, well, it definitely works for some people, and definitely didn't work for others. <laughs> I mean, what are you why are you saying that for? What do you mean? But did it not work for you? No, it, it it didn't work for uh, some of the other people in this movie. Oh, I thought yeah. you were saying that like this movie worked for some and worked for, well, didn't well, for others. We'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that. All right, let me uh, see what the internet has to say. Somebody is blowing their grass shavings, if you can hear that. Yeah. Don't they fucking know what goes on next door? There's an award-winning podcast right on the other side of that no window. Doubt. Is the on-air light outside this window not working come on randy no doubt randy 
Uh, in the Old West, a sheriff, his deputy, a gunslinger, and a cowboy embark on a mission to rescue three people from a savage group of cave dwellers. All right, so we uh, we started with uh, the fantastic Mr. Fox, and uh, neither one of us could just it just wasn't working for us. We couldn't get into it. No, we, we couldn't. We were on the same exact page. It kind of annoyed us. And, yeah, and, and it kind so, of did. And so we went with this. I, I'd kind of not promised because I didn't know, but I told Jack that I'd heard some stuff about this that there were some rough parts. And mm-hmm. the very first scene, a guy is getting his neck. Not sliced, this but like sawed off. Yeah, this, this is grizzly. And so like I was like, noise. "Okay, here we go. Here's the pillow, Jack. Put it over your lap. It's going to be a long uh, one." I didn't even think that was done very well. And they had some great noises, though. It, they were just they were crunching his larynx, and yeah, just the yeah. noise of that man. It, it's it was it was it was rough to hear. But that's only part of the gore. The other part is how it looks, and it all looked terrible in this movie. <laughs> this movie. <laughs> I said at the very start, after that throat slit, I was like, what do you think the budget of this is? And I was thinking probably like $3,500 at the start. And then you're like 1.8 mil. And I was like, oh, okay, sweet. Maybe they just fucked that thing up. It when Whenever Kurt Russell decapitated that guy, that looked so fucking awful. Yeah. I've never seen a worse decapitation that was done after the year 2000. You know, or after the year 1990. That was like a fucking 1978 horror movie decapitation. That was awful. Was uh, Packard's uh, beheading in Piranha 3 D uh, better than this one? I, I don't even remember that scene. He was uh, driving a golf cart, and he went underneath the uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> those he, grand opening flags, and it just saw his... <laughs> that, was, that was funny. I know. It probably looked better, too. Uh, I should have picked that movie. That that movie was awesome. It was well, awesome. You you can't pick that. Why not? Just like we can't pick MacGyver. It was a or MacGruber, whatever. The first time we watched MacGruber, so fucking funny. Second time we were like, hey, for me it was give or take. The, the second time, the sex scene alone makes that movie I, fantastic. And, and the celery and the butt cheeks. Yeah. It's, it's it's funny and the all the throat rips. That's also funny. Uh huh. It's got funny parts. It's like Christmas. Once you learn that Santa's not real, it's just getting gifts from your family. Oh, whoa. (laughs) Kids who are listening. There's no kids who are listening. He is just kidding. Jack says, he just says things sometimes that aren't true. But you know what I'm saying? It's there. The magic disappears somewhat. Like, somewhat, absolutely. The first time I saw Piranha by myself, I was like, yes, this is so awesome. And we watched it together and it was still funny to me. Yeah. But it's just, it loses a lot. Those kind of movies, it's a first time is where you get all the value. You could say that about a lot of movies. Glorious Bastards, a couple episodes ago, already knowing the stuff that happened. That's true. It kind of it takes away. If you've seen a movie, some of the magic's gone. It, but it's the same thing with like video games too. There's some games that have hours and hours and hours of replay value. Mm-hmm. And some, you play it once and you never touch it again. In my opinion, there are some movies, not that you would never touch Piranha or MacGruber ever again. It just, it hurts a little bit, you know? We've loved Piranha 3 D, and I'm sure we would laugh and have fun, but at the same time, it would, it would just hurt a little bit that it wasn't as funny. All I really remember was a lot of boobs, <laughs> um, 
Marcellus Wallace with a shotgun leg or whatever he had. <laughs> And then uh, Packard getting his head cut off. And that's, I don't remember the main characters. I, yeah. I really, I don't remember much about it. We need to do a, a, a double feature and have Piranha 3 Double D and MacGruber in one episode. Hold on. Was, was Piranha 3 Double D, did it start off with like a serial killer in the water park or is that a different movie? That's a different movie. What movie is That's that? That's like Slash Town or something. Because there's one where they like put like two swords and like an X shape in <laughs> yeah. the slide, and all the girls like yeah. four in a row going through it. That's and I not... think the last one lived because the the rest of them cl got clogged up after they went through the swords. You know, I was looking at that movie when uh, <laughs> Halloween came around for the movie Mug and Halloween Spectacular, <laughs> and it's it's got some funny play on words about a water park. Um, like slash, I, I don't remember what it's called, but it's like a, a high school senior trip. Splash slash. No, <laughs> um, goes there and uh, they all start dying slowly from the serial killer. <laughs> I, I don't think so. What I remember is somehow piranhas were let loose in the water park. Somehow they they, they traveled up through some kind of uh, pipe. Yeah, so they got into like the fresh water, mm -hmm. which then led to the. The um, water park. So they're like in the slides or in the pool where you, the slides end up at, and there's just blood everywhere. Wasn't there a piranha that like did it jump out of an aquarium or something to to get in the water uh, and then just had a bunch of babies? I, I, I don't, don't remember. Know. See, it's, we don't remember, man. It, we would have a good one, time with it. The first one's easier to remember. Yeah. But especially for me because I've seen it a couple times now. And it had Elizabeth Shue in there, which I, I, I really dug uh, growing up. She's around my oh, age. That, like, Still hot. Blonde old lady. Mm -hmm. She was in Karate Kid. She was Danielson's girl. I, I've seen Karate Kid once. I liked the Jaden Smith one when I was oh, a kid. Stop it. Jaden Pinkett Smith Karate Kid. Is, <laughs> when I was no, a kid, I said. It. Jackie Chan, though. Well, yeah. He caught a fly with the chopsticks. Now she wants to kick it, Jackie Chan. Good song. Post yeah. Malone. Which I'm going to Post Malone again. My parents love Post Malone. You know what? I never talked about going to Post Malone and taking uh, my beautiful bride, Olivia, to Post Malone. I, I I bit the bullet. I know she loves Post Malone. And you did not like it. I was not a fan. I liked his songs, but I could not handle the the, the vibrato. Is that what it's called? I think vibrato. Yeah. Where the, the goat yes. is what you would call it. And I'm, I call it that too. Seasons change when it's like that. Oh. You got to do it on your throat. Why are you doing it I on don't your know. cheeks? I don't know how to do it. Oh. Like try and do the SpongeBob laugh. It's similar. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, everyone, I, I, everyone understands who I, has heard Post Malone. I had a really hard time with that. And so typically I would punch out whenever one of his songs would come on. But again, I took one for the team, took your mom to see it. He won me over. It was one. It was a fantastic fucking concert. I was about to say one of the best I've seen. It's not one of the best I've seen. It's the best I've seen in a long time. You've seen like I know. the shit that people would kill to go to. Yeah, I saw Nirvana. You know, Red Hot Chili Peppers. No, I never saw them. Oh, no. then mom did. Yeah, I, I saw... Metallica. Um, I saw Metallica... In 1986, before they were very big, Master of Puppets had just come out. It was at a arena. I think it held like 5,000 people. Wow. By far the best concert I've ever been to. They fucking rocked my balls off, man. By, <laughs> by the time I left, I was fucking drained. I didn't do anything. <laughs> Their music just fucking, yeah, just man. crazy headband. I, I don't I don't know. Uh, and I was sober, but God. 
<laughs> I, I, I just, it was crazy. There was a band called The Gods, G-O-D-Z, that opened oh. up for them. <laughs> it was... But they sucked. They were not good, and uh, nobody wanted to see them. You know, it's opening acts. A lot of times you're like, fuck, I'm going to sit through this bullshit. Yeah. So they sucked, and I remember they finished a song, and dude was trying to talk to the crowd, and somebody had like a full beer front row, uh, and just uh, just threw all the beer in his face. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. And they, you know, they might have played one more. So I felt bad for the guys. Like that's a dick move. That for is sure. a dick move. Metallica's coming on, but you, also get off the stage. <laughs> yeah, you dousing the guy with a beer is not going to get them on any sooner. And but, uh, it might. I've seen yeah. so many clips of people saying like one more thrown thing up here, and I'm leaving, and then they just leave. Yeah, I mean, but they were they were the gods. So maybe they were just, you know what? Let's let's play our best song, which everybody saves like till the end, and then maybe somebody will buy our tape in the the van in the parking lot after the show. <laughs> and th- there was one time it was ASAP Mob. So it was like, how many ASAPs are there? ASAP Mob is just the group. But, okay. Um, and there's a lot. I mean, there's Rocky, Ferg, Ant, Twelvey. And these are all ASAP is the prefix of all of them? Yeah. Okay. A dollar AP. And ASAP Yams, that was the guy who started it when they were in like high school or whatever. Like they were all friends for a long time. Aren't those sweet potatoes? Or at least a bunch of them. I I know, whatever. And he died to some overdose or something. Sweet potato overdose. So so he's dead. (laughs) I'm sure I know more. I'm sure I know more, but those are the only ones that I, I can remember right now. But they're like. Does ASAP actually stand for something other than as soon it's, as possible? It, it stands for. It doesn't stand for as soon as possible in their group. I don't. I'm. I'm just gonna look it up. Okay. Yeah. Go down the list of all the ASAPs while you're at it. Okay. Do it ASAP, Jack, as well. I, I've heard what it stands for. Always strive and prosper. Oh, yeah. that sounds like Zig Ziglar or something. Uh. So there's ASAP Yams, ASAP Rocky, uh, ASAP Ferg. ASAP Bari, which I've heard of, B-A-R-I. ASAP Ant, <laughs> which I, I said that one. Yeah. ASAP Nast or Nasty, N-A-S-T. Okay. Uh, ASAP 12 I said that. Okay. ASAP Ills, I-L-L-Z. Stupid. And then some of these don't even have pictures. ASAP Lou, uh, <laughs> Dash, which I didn't know he was affiliated, but I, I've heard a bunch of his songs. ASAP Josh. ASAP TY, T-Y, capital Y. T- what? T- what? T-Y, capital Y. So there's a I. T and a Y and then a capital Y at the end? Yeah. So there's two Ys, but one's capitalized at the end? Yep. Okay. Uh, ASAP Lotto, okay. ASAP Ty Beats, ASAP J. Scott, ASAP Dom, and <laughs> ASAP AV or what? AV. What? So I, I haven't heard of most of these. Oh my gosh. But at their concert, like one more thing thrown up, and I don't remember what they said exactly. But someone threw another thing up, and they jumped into the crowd and started fighting people. And I was like, you know what? That's not a great idea, but good for them. That's badass. I think I could take on ASAP Ty. Why? I, I don't know. Maybe I, <laughs> maybe ASAP Josh. He <laughs> didn't even have a picture. No. ASAP Ferg is a big dude. Uh, ASAP Fred. And ASAP Rocky is shredded. Yeah, I like ASAP Rocky. Yeah, and he he's like uh he's dating Rihanna. He'd always like I think he he's like always liked her or something. Yeah, he's super into fashion. He's like a, does modeling stuff too. I think he's got a great song with Post Malone. Too. And he's known as spicy. The, I think the prettiest motherfucker alive. Really? Okay. Yeah, that's it says it in his songs. It's like it's just yeah, and it's stuck. 
Hmm. Yeah, prettiest motherfucker alive. <laughs> he is. He's pretty pretty. He's a pretty boy. And all the girls loved him in high school. He's not prettier than Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling's pretty pretty. Oh, yeah. Ryan dude, Gosling is beautiful. He's fucking dreamy, man. Yeah. And uh, I didn't watch it yet, but I think the the new trailer for the new Barbie movie is out too. I, I needed to check that out. I want to say there was some sort of dark thing in it or something that really? I saw on Reddit. It could have been... I didn't see a trailer though, so... We need to watch that. Yeah. We should watch it right now and then come back on here and give our thoughts on the trailer of uh, Barbie. Let's do it. Okay. Find it. ASAP. That's not that's not ASAP enough. Well, you put the remote on your side of the table. ASAP, Jack. All right, so I'm going to pause this real quick, and uh, it's what you came here for, and you know it. We are going to review the uh, Barbie trailer. And we are back after watching the trailer for Barbie starring Ryan Gosling. Well, starring Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. Yep. He's definitely second fiddle to her. Yeah. Because I mean, she's Barbie, and she's... And she's Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. A little bit hotter than Ryan Gosling, for sure. <laughs> um, I'm not going to go to the theater or well, anything. come on. Of course not. It looked interesting at the very least. Uh, the visuals of when they're in Barbie land, just how cool that looked, I'm yeah. down with that. When I, they I go would in, see it. When they go into the real world, it gets a little iffy, but... And I liked when they were rollerblading at like Venice Beach or whatever, and they were dressed super... The brightest neon ever. Yeah, and people are looking at them. Mm-hmm. I liked it when like, she was like, today's the greatest day, and so's tomorrow, and the next day... And so was yesterday. Yeah, and then they're all hey, on lucky this you. dance floor and, and dancing and then uh, having a great time. She's like, do y'all ever think about dying? And then everything <laughs> stops. Yeah. That, that was kind of funny. I, I kind of I like that. It visually, in Barbie land, it looked great. It has potential. We may, we may have to check that out. And that was our exclusive deep dive into the uh, new Barbie movie trailer. Well, I, I was thinking you could pretend we had a new segment and be like, and that was trailer talk. Okay. <laughs> just so every episode we should just watch some fucking random trailer. And you, do you want the, the episodes to be longer? No. <laughs> the, God, no. No. Oh, my goodness. All right, back to Bone Tomahawk, which uh, oh, yeah. they could probably use... Some of those in Barbie make it a little more interesting for you because that's we watch that movie. You're gonna be like, I'm gonna be like, what'd you think, Jackie? You'd be like, need more violence. No, that is not true. They're you can just... easily rip a Barbie's head off. And you're the one who ripped the leg off of my <laughs> sister's Barbie. Oh yeah. So she had a soccer Barbie, <laughs> and a soccer Barbie's leg broke like completely off. And <laughs> I told her that I could fix it. And I couldn't. You're, you at least you tried to fix it. I tried to put her leg back on, but I couldn't. So then I just took her other leg off and just mm. put some shoes on now her she's on her a knees. Paraplegic. Oh, she looks like a Bobby Hill's grandfather. Cotton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She tried to give some a haircut, and that didn't yeah. Work out. I mean, I think every girl growing up gives her Barbies a haircut. Uh, yeah. It just happens. I'm pretty sure I helped cut the hair of one of the brats, Dylan. <laughs> how that how that work out? It didn't go good, but he was the evil one because we had like two Nillin. that looked the same. Yeah, oh, Dylan was a good one. It was Nillin, yeah. Oh, yeah, that and sounds he, like evil Dylan. He ran through the school naked and mm-hmm. all yeah, I think you stuff. told that two weeks ago, yeah. something like that. Teen pregnancy. Yeah, we fucked a girl uh, on a leopard skin couch. That was Dylan. Oh. <laughs> that was Dylan and Chloe. I thought Chloe would like the bad boy, but she went for the, the nice guy. Oh, I guess. Huh. I don't remember how Dylan acted. I guess nice guys don't always finish last. 
All right, back to Bone Tomahawk. Also, what a horrible name for the movie. Uh, there was like two scenes with the Bone Tomahawk. No, in. there weren't. There were multiple scenes so, with the Bone Tomahawk. So there's a scene where someone got decapitated with one. Yeah. The scene where Kurt Russell got his stomach cut open in a uh-huh. hot flask put in there. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. Mm-hmm. And then and then what? I mean, there are scenes where the guys are walking around and um, had them. Splitsville was uh, oh yeah well, they Tomahawk. cut the dude. Well, in half. Yeah, well, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a minute. That was. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. All right. Um. Fuck. Two hour and fifteen minutes. Come on, man. Way, way too long. This boring movie, dialogue between uninteresting characters for ninety five percent of this movie, and shame on you. And then no payoff and no good gore fighting. Shame on you. So the first part, it's boring as fuck. It was so fucking boring. I was boring. worried that we you, shouldn't have swapped movies at the start. I mean, I, I picked two movies that weren't on my list at the last second. And sometimes that works out. Like it works it, it out did for me. City of God, it worked out yeah. great. Um, other times, not so much. But the first part of this, the dialogue... The fucking old man comes in, the deputy. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Stand in, deputy." Oh, I, uh, I was out of my walkabout, and uh, and, I, and I saw something. Hey, is that is that that tea smells terrible? Well, it's soup. Well, can I have some soup? He's breathing so heavy and taking all these yeah. pauses. What about your walkabout? Oh, yeah, I was. Uh, I saw a guy out there. Hey, is this got corn in it? Tastes like corn. Yeah, well, it's corn chowder. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, what about your walkabout? Oh, yeah. There's a guy, he's, a, <laughs> he's burying stuff, and he changed clothes, and then he, uh, hey, man, you got a Dr. Pepper with this? <laughs> I deemed his activity suspicious. Yeah, oh, my gosh. The the dialogue, shut the fuck up and get on with something. God, you don't need that much fucking character development in this movie. Whoever directed Especially, this movie, never do another one. It, it's... it's <laughs> Yeah, His last name was Salazar. All right, let's let's check that out. Oh God, I'm looking at ASAP Rocky being wonderfully handsome. Because <laughs> you had character development throughout this whole fucking movie. Because half the movie the was walking through the desert. Yeah, it's Zaylor, Z A H L E R, Craig. All right, Craig, let's see what movies you've done. Dragged across concrete, <laughs> brawl in cell block ninety nine. I've heard of that one. I think that's supposedly, like, really, really violent. Okay. I remember searching for, like, violent action movies, and I came across it, and there's, like, a lot of people saying, like, damn, dude, that was, like, the craziest shit I've ever seen. And I watched a trailer, and I was like, I'm not picking this. Yeah, I, not not now, especially. Oh, that guy sucks. We have uh, Hug Chicken Penny, mm. Asylum Blackout, Rooster, Air Guitar Nation, and... Puppet Master, the Littlest Reich. What? 70% on Rotten Tomatoes for Puppet Master, the Littlest Reich? What? At least it was an hour 30 minutes. Figure that out at some point. too long for that movie. Oh, my goodness. Let me read what this is about. A man sells a nefarious-looking puppet at a small-town convention for some quick cash. Terror soon strikes when an ancient evil animates the other puppets and sends them on a bloody killing spree. Mm. Uh, anyway, uh, Bone Tomahawk. So there were you some... You have to uh, say that every time. Some, I need to let people know we're getting back to the movie. I wrote this down because uh, the um, the old man Crotchety... Car- what's his name? Car- Carniv- you already said it once in that after I know. we came back. Chicken Chicory. 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 
he was uh, at his his wife's um, tombstone, and he she was alive forty one years. Is that right? Forty eight. Forty eight years. So she actually lived longer than the life expectancy in like the eighteen hundreds. So and this guy was like seventy seven. I know. I know. So eighteen sixty, according to the first uh, internet site I came to, thirty nine point four years of life expectancy. Damn. Yeah, man, I'd, I'd be fucking ancient right now in 1860. Yeah, and I'd be getting up there. You would. <laughs> You'd be in your golden years <laughs> yeah. at this point. Uh, back to uh, Bone Tomahawk, because mm. I, I just, you know, I wanted to give you a little, uh, little um, fun fact. Shut right up, there. move on. You want to watch another trailer of something <laughs> no. real quick? No. <laughs> I want to finish this damn episode. Oh, man. Um, you, we can just get to the the split in half scene. Well, hold on. It, but, that was that, supposed to be that was the, the part, cream of the crop of the movie. That was the part where people were like, oh, damn, man. Well, there's something really heavy in this. Uh, yeah. Let, let, let's let's save that for just a little that bit That was longer. not heavy. It was a little bit rough. I so Okay, so that makes it I'm two for two for people getting split in half from the genitals I didn't like this one either. All right, well... The one in Terrifier was worse. Let, let's go ahead and set it up. Then. No, it was actually better than this one, and I hated that one. Well, let, let's go ahead and set it up. So, moving ahead, they get to the uh, troglodytes' lair. Well, they're, they're dragged there, um, Kurt Russell and uh, Crotchety, and um, they, they put them in these jail cells, mm-hmm. and uh, right across is the... Uh, What's her uh, conjuring guy's wife? Yeah, hot. Um, and then <laughs> the deputy, creepy old man. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> God, she was hot. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, that reminds me. In um, <laughs> there was there was a uh, a college football game, and uh, AJ McCaffrey. I think cheerleader. No, 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 no. Um, AJ McCaff- McCaffrey. I think was Alabama's quarterback, and they kept showing his girlfriend like in the in the stands. And the guy who was doing the play-by-play was just fawning all over her. Oh, it was really, really weird. He, he, he was your just job for that, dude. He just kept opinion. going back and going back. So, oh man, she's she's just really beautiful. He he's such a lucky guy. I, just, I can't. Oh, she's That's she's just beautiful. Creepy. And uh, and then they keep going back to shots to her, and he would just keep fawning all over. Her. So I guess I'm not really any better. <laughs> it's it's okay to point out. When when somebody's hot, I'm I'm letting our listeners know <laughs> that there is a, a a very nice looking woman in this movie. Yeah, I mean, especially compared to the other women in here. Oh yeah, because they had no arms or legs and had what looked like really big splinters in their eyes, tusks. Oh yeah, and they were like eight months pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they were just baby makers. Yeah. They were not Awful. respected very much by the troglodyte men. No. Uh, anyway, there was a, the, one of the other deputies is, is in the holding cell, and uh, the main troglodyte with the big tusk mm-hmm. comes out, which looked pretty cool. Those tusks looked pretty cool. Yeah. They, protrude, they went through his like cheeks. Yeah. And he makes this loud noise. Mm, it's pretty stupid. I thought those... So basically all of them were like roaring... And it gave you no context at the start. And I'm like, okay, so these are like supernatural, mm, whatever. Yeah. Like, I thought of Predators when they did That's it. exactly what I thought and of. And I was like, this is, yeah. like, I already didn't like this movie, and now they're making them aliens or whatever. But then <laughs> there's like a, it's just some implant in their throat. And the guy who's trying to go save his wife, who's left behind because he's so fucking slow. He's basically walking 
because their horses got stolen. With one crutch. Yeah, and his leg is fucked up. It's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so he kills a couple of them, and he's like, is that jewelry? <laughs> and I'm like, he's really going to like take a necklace off one of these and give it to his wife when he gets there. But no, he, for some reason, he decides to cut it out of its throat and then put it in his mouth and blow into it. Uh-huh. Dumbass. Like, what? That is horrible writing. Fuck you, Zalazar, whatever you call them. He's an idiot. And also, so the three other main characters, they're up front. They're ahead, way ahead of the crippled guy. Um, <laughs> they're way ahead of the guy with the broken leg. Jeez, they called him a cripple the whole movie or whatever. Yep. It's fine. <laughs> it's just this once. It's okay. It's okay. <sighs> Damn it. Um, <laughs> and one of them is like, yeah, I killed 116 Indians. Yeah, women and children. I'm badass. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, okay, this guy's going to slaughter everyone. He dies very quickly. And so they got ambushed. All three of them are awake and ready, and they get ambushed and captured and killed. One of them got killed. And then this guy, who with the broken leg, he is sleeping while on opium, and two of these fucking troglodytes wake him up, and he, he somehow kills both of them without suffering a single scratch. Stupid! Yeah, one of them is what? literally 10 feet away with a bow and arrow and yeah. misses him. And these guys are like elite fighters. Yeah. Like, it was ridiculous. And then he shot and it cut the guy's bow in half. Mm-hmm. And they shot him in the neck and then, oh, oh there was, jewelry. There was a lot of neck shots. Oh, look at this jewelry. Yeah. I, it, I never knew where people were getting shot because there's no fucking blood. Yeah. If you're going to make a movie that you want to call dark... You can't have 15 seconds of quote-unquote dark in it, aka so, poorly done gore effects. So we're, we're not going to watch the trailer, but I was going back through some old uh, pictures on my phone because I'm, I'm trying to put things, like I take screenshots of movies all the time and like that I might want to play, and so I was trying to put them in different folders. So I was looking around and I came across uh, Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. <laughs> And so I decided to watch the trailer of it today. And it's so funny because they're like chainsawing somebody and somebody literally has a bucket of blood. You can't see it, but then they throw it on the chainsaw lady. And so she's just oh. getting, it's, it's, it was awesome. It was so ridiculously ridiculous that it was funny. There and that, needs to be blood if yeah. there's any kind of action. Mm-hmm. Whether it's way too much or just right you can't just put a tiny bit or none. Fuck you if you do that. Don't make movies. Don't listen to us. Because you're just doing it wrong. Yeah. So Kurt Russell decapitated that one guy, mm-hmm. and it, he swung like three times or whatever with horrible millisecond shots of the guy's head as he's like chopping it. And then at the very end, the head is gone, and it's just like... It, it looks just as bloody as opening up some like a can of cranberry sauce. It, it's just a circle of, with red on it. Like if you took a Barbie's head off, that's what it looked like. Yeah, just that little neck stone. Colored it red. Yeah. And it was like, dude. And how sharp is a fucking bone tomahawk anyway? They, they use this cut thing like their a bone just like, like that? Like a fucking scalpel. They ran it across Kurt Russell's like stomach and it just opened up. Yeah. Without and then a problem. They put a fucking hot. Like alcohol flask in Well, they were getting uh. back at him because he made somebody overdose because there was opium in there. And so they they were letting him know, hey, we know what you did. 
So take that. They don't have. They don't even have a language. They don't understand anything. Yeah. That, that, uh, uh. So what we were getting at is one of the other deputies, a younger guy, Eric. Was his name Eric? He didn't matter. He was. No. He was not a character. It wasn't Eric, but it was something something similar to Eric. Derek. Maybe Neric. <laughs> <laughs> so they pull him out because it's feeding time, and they take his clothes off yeah, and, he, and you get see naked. It. I didn't, I didn't see his dick at all. No, I didn't see a hairy bush. I was pretty disappointed. Yeah, it said we, hairy bush yeah, and penis. Yeah. Did not see a hairy bush or a penis. It said we were going to see his penis at all different angles. And yeah. we didn't see it. It was so poorly done, this scene. Of course, they turn the ass to the camera and grab his ankles and basically like the give me your lunch money position. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they get <laughs> they out their... shake out the money out of your pockets? They get out their bone tomahawk. Well, of course. And... So you can't see, it's just literally just a guy, yeah, in that position. Yeah. And they're like hitting his dick. Yeah. and Well, you, more you, than his dick. But you can't see it. They're getting his taint. As far as we know, they're just swinging it and not hitting. You don't see any blood. You hear things, but it doesn't, there's no real impact at all. And then somehow they just tear him in half. It was so stupid. I mean, it was kind of cool that all his guts just came out of his gooch. But I was... What's a gooch? Taint. Okay. Taint and gooch are interchangeable. I did not know that. So it, it just like, it looked all right when the guts came out, but the whole scene was bad. And then there was just like a pile of guts. There wasn't like a ton of blood or anything. And I thought it was stupid that they like sliced where his like pubes are above his dick. And then suddenly there's a whole like fault line going down his like back and butt yeah. and everything it's yeah. like i mean yeah maybe if you tear super hard it would like extend that opening but it didn't look right it was all just done poorly and i didn't care like that character had like five words yeah before that scene yeah that part i think for me it was the anticipation of knowing what was coming and then seeing the bone tomahawk overhead and just knowing that it was going to come down on your junk. <laughs> For me, that was like, that was like, fuck, you know? Yeah. And it wasn't that big a deal. I mean, it, it was one of those scenes you're like, I haven't seen that before. That's, you know, that's okay. But they just overshadow the yeah. rest of their stuff, you know? Like, you're finally seeing some sort of blood and gore in a movie where people have been dying constantly and there's some blood, no gore, mostly no blood. And then you're like, okay, so the real shit is starting now. And then that was the bloodiest or goriest it ever got when it's a, a bunch of fucking inbred cavemen and the movie's called Bone Tomahawk and they're wielding Bone Tomahawks. No one died, you know? You see Kurt Russell, you don't see him die. You see him get hurt. You see the guy get split in half. And you see the the guy from the Lost show. Brooder. He sort of, you don't, he dies off screen. And you, you see yeah. his hand sort of get cut off. Like, it, neither of us knew his hand was cut off. All of a sudden, he was like just bleeding from his wrist. Yeah, and you're like, what? And then later on, after he's dead, it shows his hand next to his body. Yeah. And we're like, oh, okay. So that's three people die. And then all the different deaths of the troglodyte inbred people that weren't good deaths no like he shot one in the neck and there's just oh that guy he got you know one of those wax seals that they put on letters they just put a little spot on his neck and you know what yeah that's his shot in the neck apparently it with a gun that is powerful enough to make 
the other guy shot right before him backflip is causing no real looking damage. It's like, dude. Yeah, when it when it's called bone tomahawk. Yes. You you need you need more. It's like I I even how agree. How stupid can you be? Like I'm gonna name a movie Blood Rain, horrible deaths, it's gore terrible. guts. I'm not seeing that movie. And, and then it, someone's gonna get like stabbed like thirty times, and it's just there's no blood. You know, it makes <laughs> no sense. In all fairness. If you personally were to make a movie called Blood Rain or <laughs> whatever, whatever yeah. you just said, I think you would watch it. And when it's over, I think you'd be like, hmm, I, I should have used a little more blood. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. That is not true. I think it's true. So there's some times where I feel like a lot of blood is fun. A ton, like way over the top, is never necessary in my head. But if you're trying to go for fun, yeah, a lot of blood is very good. But for some sort of more serious, whatever kind of tone, you just got to use the necessary amounts. You can use a little much where people are like, that's not quite realistic, whatever. That's your, that's your limit on a movie like this. You know, when he like was sawing the guy's neck in the beginning, was there blood? No. And if you're sawing someone's neck off, what do people at the theaters want to see? You know, this is also Hollywood, not real life. In real life... If you get a really bad cut, it doesn't always start bleeding immediately, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it'll be like, you'll see your flesh and the cut, and you're like, oh. I, I did that one time. And, and then I, a I, bunch of blood starts to come out 15 I, seconds later. I was trying to get in my house when I was probably 15, <laughs> and somebody told me that if you push kind of hard on your window real fast and up at the same time, <laughs> that you could open your window. And I'm fucking stupid. I push kind of hard. The window breaks. I pull out my hands. I'm like, Ugh. oh, there's no blood. And so then I'm walking around to the front, and then I look down because I feel something, and there's fucking blood all over my hand. Oh. And uh, I still have a scar. <laughs> I just, man, I, I went to my knees. I was about to pass out. There, it's, yeah. Yeah, there, there was a lot of blood. So, yeah, you're right. Um, you got to do what Hollywood wants. You can't be so realistic that you're chopping someone's head off and you don't really see much, and then the blood starts to come out. For movies, it, they're never realistic. You need blood. Like in John Wick, we watched last night, they're shooting people in the head, and like a fucking whole liter of blood is. Mm, there was just like mist. But, but still, like that's. They let you see it. I, I get it. That's, you got to show something. What would you score, John Wick? Three. John Wick, three. And not a hundred. No. And I don't think I'm going to ever see a John Wick movie that's not an A, though. And the acting might not be great. I mean, Keanu Reeves. He he's very minimal in the movies. He's like, yeah, I'm pissed, but it doesn't matter. It fits. He's like a, I don't know. You don't see John Wick movies to see anything but crazy good action and cool tactical scenes. I it's obvious. It's an A for me. Every it's going to be an A every time. I got a little tired of hey, let's <laughs> throw him into another glass box. Hey, let's throw him into another glass box. Hey, let's yeah, throw him into a glass box. Hey, have I we thrown him into a glass too. box lately? No, <laughs> let's throw him in another glass yeah. box. He got thrown through 17 glass boxes. In one fight, yep. I remember seeing that, and I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> no. And there was one other part. So when he's with Halle Berry and her oh, two attack dogs, yeah. and they fight literally like, 1400 guys with their just like heads wrapped yeah and it's like that's just the same actor and they did some crazy editing that scene you know 
people are going to be surprised to hear me say that I got tired of people getting shot in the head over and over and over for like a 14 minute section. It felt yeah, like of just yeah. the same thing. I got tired of it. It was just a little long winded because it's just him and Halle Berry just bow, bow. And then two guys, red mist behind their head, red yeah, mist behind yeah, their head. They yeah. fall. And then she's like, ah! and then her dogs somehow understand that means bite this guy in the nuts. Yep. Which seeing the dogs climb shit and bite people. Yeah. That would be my dream. If I, if I'm some mercenary to have attack dogs with me, how cool is that? But it just, it lasted just a little bit long and there was, it just wasn't much substance. It was here. Here's my hot take. It's kind of a boring scene. Here's my after hot take. a certain point. Every fight scene was too long in John Wick 3. Because... Okay, that, that is ev- fair. Everyone was. I'm okay with a little bit of hand-to-hand, but, well, we're not going to get into it too much, but just when, when they happened to get in a fight where he got thrown into glass 400 <laughs> times, when there was all these knives behind glass, which is like, come on, dude. Yeah. That they kept coming and kept coming, and he kept doing the same thing like throw a knife, then flip a guy over and do an arm bar, then flip a guy over, way then flip too a guy many over. Throws. I know every single fight was like one person throws one punch each, like, yeah, one punch yeah. each, and then grab your arm and throw you over my shoulder onto the ground. And it's like maybe that's realistic, like, maybe know. in real fights, throwing is like such a good thing to do that they're like. Because Keanu Reeves goes through all the shooting range. Have you seen like the, his... Yeah, bit? and I can appreciate so, that and the choreography that goes into it, but I yeah. got tired of seeing it. Yeah, I'm just trying to say, so maybe that the throwing, and like judo or whatever mm-hmm. it is, is actually very tactical and good. Well, of course it is. But you know what? In movies, a throw, when, when there's 15 throws in one fight, you know, it gets a little bit less entertaining than like... A couple good gut punches or knees to the chest. There was no knees at all. Or not, not chest, but knees to the stomach. And then, mm-hmm. you know, when you do your hand like flat like that and like, boom, right in their solar plexus or whatever it's called. Yeah, I want I want to see someone get punched in their nose. You hear it break and then they're bleeding. And I want to see like their UFC, like their eyebrow is cut and their eye is swollen. I want to see some of that too, like... They, they did a little bit too much yeah. of an imbalance. It, it wasn't an A for me because of that. I mean, I, I still, it's John Wick, guy in suit shoots people. Yeah. That is... He's a cool character. That's one of the best ways to make my bone grow, you know? Your bone tomahawk? Yeah. It's professional killers. Oh. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. <laughs> I agree. And John Wick 1 and John Wick 2 were really good, but this one, it was just, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I don't remember. So we saw two for the podcast. We did. Was that the one where he killed the guy with the pencil? Like the really, yeah, he killed like the big sumo looking guy. He like stabbed him a bunch of times oh, yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. still fighting. Yeah. For some reason, I thought I was waiting for the pencil kill in John Wick okay, 3 last night. Okay. I got them mixed up. So, all right. Let, let, so this was also stupid. You may have liked it. I don't know. We'll see. When he fought the basketball player. And with he, the book? <laughs> yes. He put the book in the guy's mouth. Well, first of all, first of all, he put the book like flat on him and punched the book. Like like punching the book is going to hurt the guy it's more. It's going to soften the impact. I know. The thing that hurts is bones yes. hitting bones, not not a hardback book. And then he finished him off by putting the book in his mouth and then punching the book and then slamming his head down on the book with his mouth open. 
I can't wait for John Wick 5 when they use a fucking trapper keeper or a chalkboard eraser to beat somebody <laughs> out. We, we got, the dust is yeah. flying everywhere. We got pencil. We got book. I mean, come on. Enough pencil of the school supplies. Fine. He put it in the guy's I know, ear and I know. It, it just, it's the, it's the, the natural what progression Evolution. to 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 get there he's gonna make some sort of notebook paper bomb he's gonna grab a couple rulers and slap the guy across the face all right let's um just looking at my notes here <laughs> uh i was gonna say that i was gonna say that i don't really fucking care about that uh you know what let's just get into favorite parts um i i don't really know <laughs> i mean i i seriously did not like this movie for a long time and then after a while I was like, I'm actually glad there's an hour left because there's a lot that needs to happen here. Because we thought it had been like an hour 40, but we had to get up to do something, so we saw only an hour had gone by. <laughs> yeah. And by the before then, I was like, uh But after then, I was like starting to kind of like some of the characters. Yeah, you know, yeah. the old man wasn't just annoying. He was just... Endearing. He was after endearing. A while. He was stupid. He was goofy. I started to like him. Mm-hmm. I started to like the sheriff more, Kurt Russell. I really liked him. He did a great job acting. His acting was great. Yeah, the the movie started to slowly win me over. Yeah, me too. Even though the same shit that had been happening for the past 30 minutes continued to happen for the next 30 minutes. Walk through desert, sleep. All right, favorite part. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's hard to come up with a favorite part because basically everything was lackluster. And I'll say I liked I liked some of the back and forth dialogue while they were walking through the desert. Okay, <laughs> I I liked Bruder, played by Matthew Fox. I loved his mustache. His his character was was really really good, and he did not fuck around. He had to shoot his horse. He, yeah, he did Sucks. have to shoot his horse. But he was one of those guys. Like he was putting up this um, this rope with bells on it like uh, around when they went to sleep. So it was like kind of like a booby trap. Yeah. He's like, if anything, if you hear those bells, you shoot. It's either an animal or somebody sneaking up on us for uh, bad reasons. It's like, do not believe that they're not bad people. And so you got a couple guys who are walking up and uh, the group hears them first. They're like, hey, announce yourself. Oh yeah, I, I was about to, I was about to announce myself. And Kurt Russell is trying to have dialogue with them mm-hmm. and hey, throw down your gun. And then Bruder just pow, pow, just shoots both of them. Yeah. And I mean, he was right too, that they uh, had ill intentions. So I I liked his character. I liked those scenes. I liked the scene where they woke up and there was a guy on top of him stabbing him. Yeah. Um, And Bruder just like took it like a man. Didn't even acknowledge the stab. Didn't even acknowledge it. Got up, his fucking shoulders all bloody and Mm -hmm. just, it never bothered him throughout the whole time. So I really liked him. So I I really just kind of liked the, the campfire parts with him. Yeah. All right. Bucket of chicken. The sheriff. Okay. Not Kurt Russell, but the sheriff. Because, man, if I was a sheriff in a tiny little town, I'm just going to be whiskey drunk every day. You know, back in 1860 in a tiny town, what, what does a sheriff have to do? There is no way in hell I'm going after one or, or two people. I guess it's my deputy. I don't, it's, he's, it's, a, he's a good man. He was. That is more than being a good man. 
he is the requirements of being a good man does not mean you have to go into certain death on a suicide mission to save two people from your little tiny well, shanty town. I mean, he may have taken an oath to protect the town and Oaths all the people don't mean in it. Shit. You know, he was a good man. He was oh, a good I, sheriff. Put, he was per- I put my hand on the Bible and my right hand up. Does that make you believe anyone? Well, that's you would never be a sheriff, Jack. They would never fucking elect you. But I'm I'm saying this to you. Do you does that make you believe a person more if they're like, I, my hand's on this Bible right now. You're seeing me do this, and my right hand is up. Well, fuck no, especially exactly. nowadays. That means oaths don't mean shit because Look, the president has to do that thing, but they're all still assholes anyway. Look, okay, but not everybody. Some people <laughs> take their shit seriously. Obviously, he did because I, he went after them. And I implore him for being so yeah. braver than I. Mm-hmm. As soon as I learned that they're cannibals, I'm out. They're going to punch a hole through my gut and then eat my intestines like hot dogs, you know? Sorry about your wife. Yeah. You go on ahead. <laughs> like, I'd rather not have my skull bashed in with another person's skull. See ya. All right, so you give yours to the sheriff? Yeah. All right, I'm going to give it to... Uh, it's funny you brought up mustache earlier. I'm going to give it to uh, Kurt Russell's mustache. God, it was great. It's beautiful. I mean, I would never want to grow one like that. His mustache was so long, it went past his jawline. So full. Yeah. Just immaculate. What a dream, though. Immaculate mustache. I would like to be able to grow that, but just trim it and have like a big bush right above my top lip. One day? (laughs) One day, maybe. I've had a big bush above my top lip before. (laughs) I mean, I feel like that would be more like on your nose. I guess that's above your top lip. That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Let's do it. Score time. (sighs) Usually my scores are way lower if the beginning is good and the rest after that is bad. But this movie did the switcheroo. Well, it was, I don't know, beginning 45 minutes, trash. And then the next 45 minutes, good. And then the last 20 minutes, eh. What about the four minutes? Well, uh, I'm just explaining this in my, you're making it last longer. So that just makes my score... I'll give this a 65. That's exactly what I'm giving it. Because it's hard, you know? Like, you want to give it such a shit score, and then you start to like people, and that's the fastest way to make you not give it (laughs) a really bad score, is if you start to get invested in characters. I like the characters. Oh, that's funny. Oh, he's sweet. Oh, da-da-da-da-da. And then at least the ending wasn't dog shit. It was just, eh, all right. And so while this movie probably deserves less than a 65, the last, since the, yeah, the first half was the bad part, I don't have as much sour in my mouth as I would have. It's a perfect score in my head. I agree. I agree. I wonder how many times we've given a movie the exact same score. This has got to be like five or four or something. Oh, it's more than that. You think? Way more than that. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. it's always cool kind of being on the exact same page. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, cool. Yeah, and I had no idea where you were going to be. I was I was thinking you were going to be lower. You could make an argument for boosting it a tiny bit and lowering it some. Yeah. Just one of those movies. Okay. You got anything else? Nope. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening to episode number 197 of Movie Muggin. If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Muggin. If you would like to email us, moviemuggin at gmail.com. 
We also have a website, moviemuggin.com. You can go over there. You can listen to episodes. There's some links. One goes to uh, a Google form where you can ask Jack a question. Uh, if you leave your email in there, I will get back with you. And if you would like, I will send you a movie mugging sticker. There's another one that takes you to our merch store. Uh, check on there every now and then. They have uh, a lot of 20% off sometimes. I, I did. I think I talked about it last time. I did end up buying a uh, Bad Samaritan shirt. Very happy. I saw it. With the way that looks. Uh, the quality was actually pretty nice. Too. Yeah, and there, it's a soft shirt. Mm-hmm. Soft shirt. Um, also, there is a link to uh, all the movies that we've mugged in alphabetical order. So if you want to see if we've done the new Barbie movie, all you got to do is scroll down to the Bs and find out. If you want to know if we've done the Barbie trailer, then uh, just remember what we did uh, 30 minutes ago. Yep. All right. Well, until next time, <laughs> you have yourself a movie mugging day. See ya. I'm going to shit my pants here in 15 minutes.